Welcome to another week of the Uproar Podcast, where we believe that the power of God is still moving and changing a generation. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us. This is Zach and Cody. We are so, so, so excited about the text today because we really believe you won't be victorious until you figure this out. The topic of the day is identity. And a lot of people walk around and they don't know who they are. They don't know who God has called them to be. And they believe a lie about themselves. There's really like three people inside of all of us. One, who we think we are. Two, who other people think we are. And the third one is who God says we are. We're going to be coming out of Judges chapter 6 today with the story of Gideon. And Gideon was a man who was hiding from his enemies just like everybody else because they were stealing their food. And while they were stealing their food, he got a little bit of grain and was smashing it um, in a hidden place called a wine press. And it was wild because an angel of God showed up and started commissioning him to work. But during his commissioning him to work, we found out what he thought of himself. And he said that he was weak, but God was calling him strong. God was calling him to do something mighty, and he was hiding in a wine press. The crazy thing is, most of the time when we are in a place that's down, God has called us to such a higher level to accomplish mighty things for him. But what we've heard from other people, what we've been told our whole lives, maybe from teachers or parents, a lot of people get themselves down and allow other people to define them. But the world defining us is not the answer. I love how God said it. He said, mighty hero. And I want you to know today, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, he's called you a mighty hero because he has something for you to accomplish. He has something for every single believer, no matter the race, no matter where they're from, no matter their, their, how much money they have. God has intention for every single person that has breath. Do this with me real quick. Take a deep breath. Okay, let it out. And take another deep breath. Let it out. If you are able to take a deep breath, or even a breath at all, you have life. If you have life, you have purpose. And if you have purpose, you have access to power from heaven to do what he's called you to do. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says it like this. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If we see pain, we're not going to ever operate in purpose. If we see weak, we'll never be mighty. If we see an outcast, God will never use us because we'll never see that he needs us. And if we see a mistake, it's hard to see ourselves as redeemed as Jesus has, has declared us. So I want to encourage you, man. You are a mighty hero inside of Jesus. Zach, what do you got to say? One of my favorite illustrations for this is, and I've heard it said a couple different ways from a couple different preachers, but essentially it boils down to this. You are what your family is. So whether you're a dog or a human or whatever you are, you are what your family is. So if you look all the way back to the beginning, before there was any divide across any race or any being, in Genesis 1.26 it said, God let us create man in our image. You can't be a loser if you're created in the image of God. You can't be worthless if you're created in the image of God. And you can't be defeated if you were created in the image of God. That's true. Because if you were, that would mean that God is a defeated loser. And we know that that's not true. But you see, it's so hard because most people don't go back to the, to the proper source 
to find their identity. They'll go to things like social media to find their identity. They'll go to things like TV to find their identity. They'll go to their peers at school to find their identity. When really most of these sources don't even know who their, what their identity is. How can someone tell you what you are or who you are if they don't even know what they are? They're just simply going to broadcast their negative thoughts or their negative outlooks upon you. You see, I like the rule of five. People always say, show me the five people you hang out with, yep. and I'll show you what you're going to turn into. And the reason that that's so true is because you're pulling from their source. If their source is negativity and hate, you're only going to be able to broadcast that because whatever you take in is what you're going to put back out. But you see it all throughout the Bible. I mean, it is like time and time again you see with Noah, with Moses, with David, with John. All these people had two things in common. They lived flawed lives before making the decision to really expand upon what God had called them to do. And when they chose to expand on what God had called them to do, it affected many more people than just yeah, their lives. Yeah, no, true. i got to interrupt you real quick. There's a quote that I heard that goes right along with that. It's so powerful. It says, if you, if you live a life of comparison, you're actually settling for a life of eating crumbs. Yeah. But when you live how God has called you to live, yeah. you can sit at the table and enjoy a full meal. A lot of people just live off crumbs of comparison That's instead true. of what God has prepared for them. Yeah. I heard somebody say it like this once. If you know yourself and you know your enemy, you don't have to fear the outcome of even a thousand battles. See, you don't have to worry about being defeated today because you already know that greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. So you don't have to worry about depression. You don't have to worry about anxiety. You don't have to worry about sickness. You don't have to worry about being broke. You see, all these things are broadcasted on the world because people don't understand what they have. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. It doesn't say that they perish because the devil's attacking them. It doesn't say that they perish because they've done something wrong. It simply says that they're perishing. They're not prospering. They're not succeeding. They're not fulfilling their call simply because they have a lack of true knowledge for who they are, the God they serve, and what he's actually allocated for them to do. See, I think that sometimes we look at the word call and it's wildly intimidating because it's like this unknown, obscure thing that no one can really put their mind around, like a mystery. call. Yeah, it's this big nothing that everyone's chasing after. But do you know what the call really is? It is like an allocation that God has sent from heaven. So imagine if someone gives you their car keys to drive their car, you are called to drive their car. It is as simple as that. A call is something that God has placed everything you need inside of you to be able to fulfill. So you do have to study. The word says study to show yourself approved. You do have to be diligent in your prayer life. You do have to seek after a relationship with God. But everything you need is already placed in seed yeah. form inside Colossians of you. Colossians says that you are complete in him. In Jesus, you are complete. Yeah. And I love that because everything you need is already in you. Yeah. Your job is just to dig it out. Yeah. And like you just said, you dig it out with prayer. You dig it out with the mm -hmm. word. You dig it out in times of worship, in times of his presence. And we just got to be diligent to do that. And a lot of people, I've seen 50-year-olds who are like, well, I don't know what I'm called to do. The crazy thing is generally your passions, God has placed inside of you. Mm -hmm. Your gifts and talents, God has placed inside of you. And if you can start using those two things to win and disciple souls, you're going to do what God has called you to do. You'll get there. Stop chasing a calling. Chase the caller. 
And as you do yeah. that, he'll unveil what you need to do. But if you sit back and refuse to do anything because you, quote, unquote, don't know what to do, you'll never have victory. Chase I, Jesus. I just want to say this. If you don't know what you're called to do, just start doing the work of heaven. If you don't know exactly what it is that God's laid before you, start winning souls. If you don't know what arena he has you in, start in your own home. The, everybody knows at least five people that aren't saved. If you don't have a specific divine direction to where you're heading, be effective where you're at. Because until you're effective where you're at, how is he even going to know if you're going to be able to withstand any drawback that you may have when you get into the arena where he's placed you? You have to be effective now. You can't plan on being effective in the future because everyone can talk about the future. But we've got right now. The Lord could come back at any time. So if you're not effective now, you may never, ever be effective in the future. Yeah. And that's, what I, that's why I love Gideon even for today's age. If you want to be successful, if you want to have victory inside of Jesus, you have to believe what he has said about you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's got to be personal. What has he said about you? And we find that in the word. Like a lot, of, a lot of people, they see themselves full of pain, but God sees purpose. A lot of people see themselves as weak, but God yeah. sees mighty. A lot of people see outcasts. God says that you're needed. We are God's plan for this world. Yeah. A lot of people see mistakes. He sees redemption. And he sees a flip side of what a lot of us see of ourselves. But until we believe God, his redemptive power, then we'll never even take a step in winning souls. The first battle, once you're saved, is honestly in your mind, in your identity. If the devil can keep you outside of who you are in Jesus, you're never going to do anything for Jesus. So I have a list of some some uh, identities and who we are in Jesus Christ, and we can have all of these things. That's what I love. Yeah. Ready? Number one. If you're taking notes, I'm going to go quick. But if you share this, your friends can watch it. You guys can compare notes. Number one, you are anointed by God, which means you have power. And the word anointing means to be marked or smeared. That means you have a purpose from heaven, according to 1 John 2.27. Number two, Romans 8.28, you are more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. Luke 10.19, you have all authority. 1 John 5, 4, you're an overcomer by faith. You are a holy generation, according to 1 Peter 2, 9. I don't care what it looks like, you can live holy. God has called us holy. 1 Peter 2, 9, again, says you are peculiar. That means you stick out. You don't have to be like everybody else. Inside of Jesus, it's okay to stick out. Acts chapter 4, you are bold. John chapter 15, you have access to the fullness of joy. Romans chapter 8, you are empowered. Romans chapter 8 again, you are called. Colossians 2.10, you are complete in him. Psalm 139, 13 through 16, you are created. Ephesians 2 verse 10, you are made for good works. Philippians 4, you have the fullness of peace. John chapter 6, you are fulfilled. Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, you are favored by God. And the most important one right here, Galatians 4, 6, you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. If you want to have victory, if you want to have success, you have to believe what God has said about you. You know what's incredible and nice? We see this so much. Think about how powerful this is. Even in the world's systems that they use, like alcohol abuse or all those courses, I don't even know what they're called, like some of the drug rehabilitation places, all they do is have you keep restating and restating the identity that they give you. How many times do we see people that they want to change? 
but they've been wrapped up in that identity so long that they don't even remember what's underneath it anymore. They're afraid yeah. to like pull the layers away of being an alcoholic or being depressed or being a drug addict because they've been in that identity for so long that they don't remember what's underneath it, and they're afraid if there's anything left. Yeah. But if you look at the backside of that coin, how powerful is it? If you take all those identities just listed and you put those on, you lay those on top of you so that every time something yeah. comes against you, you go, no, this is my identity. I don't care what used to be underneath this anymore because I know that my identity is who I am and my identity is what Jesus says that I am. That's what's so powerful about yeah. identity is you are who you identify as, but you have to know who you were designed to be before you can broadcast it and really walk it out. It's so true. So we have homework for you this week. It's very easy. I don't want you one time this week to declare your issue. You never yeah. see Gideon declare, oh, I'm the weakest of the weakest, after he changed his mind to believe he was a mighty hero. So if you were saying before, I'm depressed, I'm not worth anything, I'm not good enough, I'm ugly, whatever your profession is that doesn't line up with the word of God, you are not allowed to say that this week. And what I want you to do is start to declare names about yourself according to the word of God, according to the list that we gave you. Yeah. And I would even encourage you to post it up on your social media so other people can hold you accountable. Make sure you tag us so we can see it too and make sure that you go ahead and put, put, the, put the link on it. But that's your homework, man. I want you to start declaring, not just for the next week, I lied, yeah. the next 18 to 21 days because a habit is formed in 18 to 21 days. Change your mind, change your heart, and God will bring victory to your life every single time. And that concludes another week of the Uproar Podcast. We want to invite you to share this podcast on all of your social media platforms and help us spread the good news of the gospel. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast for updates on all of our latest content and follow us on all social media platforms for upcoming events.